Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. Uh, I'm Eric. I'm Anya. And this is Josh. It is... Yours was so timid. Yeah. <laughs> Be louder. Right, own it. <laughs> June 25th. And I know this Jeez. is like, people do this all the time. It's yeah. so cliche. I can't believe it's June 25th. It's basically July, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's Christmas time. Basically there. It's Christmas time. I saw an ad today that was like Boxing Day sale back on or something like that, and I was what? like, "What? What does that mean? Like, is it just like a Christmas in June, July thing? Like, what? You can't. There's one Boxing Day. Like, what is this? I can't believe we're in festival season here in Ottawa. Yeah, I'm going to see the Roots on Saturday. Oh, That's man. cool. And I just I started getting booked for my. I hardly do techie stuff anymore, but I really like doing blues fest because it's fun. So I got booked for two shows just so far. I think there might have been cutbacks in, like, everywhere yeah. in festivals. I think with the evil conservative Ontario government, you know? Yeah, and the, the U.S. dollar thing, too. Yeah. They, they had to cut back a couple of names, like, big names because of that. I'm, and Josh. And the, the, the Josh I need budget. my well, almost my money. <laughs> I need this. What shows are you doing? The Killers. Oh, that could be fun. And I'm very excited. Backstreet Boys. Oh, oh man. <laughs> You're doing the big ones. I think Backstreet Boys... Like, where are they at now? 20th anniversary? Are at they, least, like... Because like, I know Millennium was, like, a big... That, that must have been 99, I guess. God. I remember yeah. Backstreet Boys being old news when I was young, so... Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how this hurts our feelings. Are Backstreet Boys, like, the monkeys to you? <laughs> oh, like, God. I don't know who... The banana You don't know the... No. <laughs> the monkeys were a rip-off band of the Beatles who had a very funny television show that okay. was kind of the advent of music videos and stuff. Did she say she's never heard of the monkeys? She said she never Just heard like, of the monkeys. Man, they, you know some of their signs, though. They have that sign that's like, Cheer up, sleepy Jean. Oh, what can it mean? It's called Anya Daydream Believing. It's stunned uh, confusion. I'm trying to think of other songs that other bands she's heard of have covered by the monkeys. Because that might be the only chance. Monkeys to Anya is like, I don't know turn of the century silent <laughs> oh, films to us the, the, the Thomas Edison to her yeah. so like how old are we going here Abbott God, Costello that's it was like around the time of the 60s Batman you know the 60s Batman show with like the TV show with like a funny Batman yeah that, like it was like comedy I, the vacancy in I've your never, eyes is scary I've me. never seen it but I've heard of it you yeah, know of it yeah because we played it here the, yeah the I was gonna say that's the reason I know of it okay <laughs> I didn't work the monkey show because it was a matinee but the monkeys were here I think two years ago maybe even three yeah and it was one of those concerts where you think ah it's gonna be a couple of 75 year old guys kind of sleepwalking through the thing yeah they were great and they had a really mm. good band behind them and they did this fun sad thing where one of the members who passed away they showed the video but did the live music to his song kind of thing oh. that's nice but it was a really great show but it's these guys like they just been working yeah. for like 50 years and like they were kids like if they were 20 when the show was out that means they're you know the show which does exist which does exist <laughs> we swear this is real my mom loved it it is a fun silly show like I mean they were more self aware than cause like they were notorious cause they didn't actually play their instruments so they were the Backstreet Boys of their time and that's well, like I mean I guess they really sing but just in the sense that they were like oh we're gonna put four or five pretty boys on stage and then play music over top of them lip syncing and they'll um, be huge so they're like a rip off Beatles which happens over and over again because a lot of these boy bands I think will start just audition get the role and then you know every once in a while one of them becomes Justin Timberlake yeah. and actually learns music and learns to play the piano and whatever but like it seemed like Spice Girls which was you know 20 years ago but Spice yeah. Girls was a completely contrived band like yeah. they went and auditioned and got the yeah. parts and, and Timberlake played with the Roots so that's full circle on that oh, one. Yeah. yeah he played keyboard for the Roots one time which was as weird as it sounds on my ticket it's an option to stay for the late show which the, the is DJ set DJ set dude you should you I, I'm should. so old though and it's no. like I don't want to watch 
if there's somebody younger and hipper than me who wants my ticket to watch, I'm happy to see the roots. That's cool. But then to stand with a bunch of kids till three in the yeah. morning with DJ, I don't know. So if I meet you at the door, yeah. on your way out, I yeah, can go yeah, in yeah. and be like, yes, I think Joshua Stafford here. Like, I don't well, think don't it's really anything because I, I just got tickets for the day. I don't think yeah. it's anything too crazy modern. It's probably just a piece of paper or you know. So. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, it would be really cool. Like, so the drummer for the Roots, he's also a DJ. So he'll, oh. he's doing a DJ set after their show, which is pretty cool and kind of unheard of. So and they're the house band for the Tonight Show. So yeah, I don't know how they have the spare time. Yeah. to be like, oh, we're going to Ottawa on Saturday because they'll film a Tonight Show mm. on Thursday or Friday, probably. Yeah. Do they take a hiatus or, or pre-tape stuff or sometimes maybe they might do like, oh, the Roots want to go do some shows, so we'll film you know, two shows Tuesday, two shows Wednesday to give them a bit of a longer weekend mm-hmm. or something, but weird. they've never stopped touring or making albums on top of having a day job. Yeah, and they play that, like, every since they've started, they've been on it every day. Yeah, they've never, there's never been, like, a fake Roots band. <laughs> that might be the easier way to do it. They're like, these are the grassroots. You know, <laughs> the old band from the 70s. We're bringing them back. Just a fill-in band. Yeah, oh, that's pretty impressive. I, I was already, like, because, I don't know, they're really cool, but, like, yeah. I think it would be so neat to see... I don't want to make you feel bad, but I think that DJ set thing is such a cool idea, like, to be able to see that. Maybe I'll go look for, like, a minute just to be like, I saw it, but... <laughs> the first record, it's like, ah, I'm done. So, he did a good job. Justin Timberlake was a Backstreet Boy? Well, no, no but I mean, NSYNC. He, we're saying, like, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. He was an NSYNC. Spiced Girls. So, ba- so okay. Oh, we're kind of lumping them in together. I think Backstreet Boys... I could be wrong. I think Backstreet Boys was... So, I mean... You go back to the 80s, it's like New Kids on the Block. Yeah, for sure. But then skip a few years, and I think it's Backstreet Boys, then in sync. I think so. And But they're all kind of... And again, I could be wrong, but I think they were made by the same people. I like the same the same production company. Basically, Where yeah. it's like five boys, and like one's the cute one, one's the smart one, one's the weird one, the one's the bad one. boy, and one's you know, the You have the older boy. guy yeah. who's like the... Whoa, the 40-year-old, yeah. But he wears sunglasses, so he's dangerous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So, just trying to understand. But New Kids on the Block so still tour, we. and the eldest new kid is probably fifty-five is years old. Donnie. Or, yeah. Donnie right, he was one, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an actor now too, so it's confusing. And Marky Mark is his little brother. Right. Yeah. Which did you know, Marky Mark? Like Mark Wahlberg had a career as a singer before uh, being an actor. Did you know? He that? was like a rapper back then. All I remember is there's a reference in a movie in Where the Millers where he's like... Good movie. Oh, yeah, he's like, I'm Marky Mark and y'all are the Funky Bunch. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah, that was his group, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And he was like a white boy. I hate to say rapper because that's not really what it was, but sort of technically a rapper. But he just was terrible. I mean, we didn't know at the time, but like... And now he's like... An Oscar nominee. Yeah, and <laughs> quite, quite rich. So and, and did a couple Transformers movies and made a lot of money. Yeah, nobody would have seen any of that coming. So, yeah, I don't know. We're not saying listen to his music, but yeah, maybe listen to Monkeys first. And then yeah, get time, yeah. Marky Mark, work your way backwards in the M section. But I think the Backstreet Boys show, I think it'll be big. Oh, yeah. Like crazy big. Definitely. And then it'll be just packed because it'll be generational. Because what I like about music nowadays is... I remember when I was in high school, and I'm sure the generation before and before and before, if you liked, you know, Metallica, you weren't allowed to like Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah. But now music is really kind of, and I think it's because a lot of the performers, and it was like Willie Nelson doing something with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, or, or Trent Reznor's cover by Johnny Cash. You know, yeah, like. so now I think people just, 
like, and I think musicians are much more open about being, I like this and I like that out mm. of any genre. So I don't think there's as much of that weird, stupid childhood peer pressure. Like, yeah. you're allowed to like a country song and whatever. So I think the crowd will be filled with people going for kitsch factor. Yeah. Middle-aged ladies who are the biggest Backstreet Boys fans <laughs> in the world. Still. And they'll be crying with the t-shirts on. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, with their little daughters. And then they'll have their kids there, yeah. So yeah. that's why I'm surprised. They probably just... Schedule hasn't worked out, but one yeah. person I've never seen that I've always wanted to see is Ringo Starr. Yeah. And Ringo Starr has never stopped touring. He doesn't need the money. It's just <laughs> for the love of the game. Yeah. Blues Fest seems like it would be perfect because it's like a nice outdoor fest. Old folks there, young yeah. folks there, and he's a Beatle. Yeah. You know? and He'd even be a good 3 p.m. show or something. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. That's what the Monkees was. Like, yeah, get it out of the way in the afternoon. <laughs> That's like I saw Ray Davies, uh, who's the lead singer of the Kinks, who uh, I believe Anya is a huge fan of the Kinks. Uh, <laughs> no, but another great 60s band. They were like the other Beatles, sort of. Okay. But they got banned in the States for various reasons, so they lost a bunch of touring time, and nobody really knows them as much as the Beatles. Anyway, yeah, so I saw that. I saw Ray Davies playing a solo set, because the Kinks aren't together anymore, and Bowie and the Zombies as well like so I mean I've been lucky enough to see some of these guys you saw Bowie? You yeah saw Bowie? here in 2004 uh, I want to say was that the concert that everyone got mad at because he was stubborn and only played new music like no. the thing that people say never do <laughs> no he opened with Gene Genie okay uh, and so, or, or possibly Suffragette City but both good but yeah, no, I, I, the funny thing was, and like a lot of people like kind of scowled at me for this, was I kind of went to see the opening band, because ah. there was this band called the Polyphonic Spree, who are, they're still around, but they were basically, their, their gimmick was that they had like 30 people in the band, and they all wore robes, and so people kind of, it was kind of culty, but like on purpose. And so they had a choir, they had a brass section, wind, but it was kind of pop music. Okay. So it was really, but they would have an orchestral part, you know, and like, it was really interesting. It was like, the lead singer was a guy from this band, Tripping Daisy, which you also won't remember. But the point is, they were pretty popular at one point in the 90s. So yeah, so these guys, I just want to see that live show because I was like 30 people on stage. Like, I can't even yeah. imagine what that would be like. And they're like, oh, he's opening for Bowie. And I was like, oh, all right, I guess. And you get to see Bowie, whatever. You know. So also, also this David Bowie, whoever he is. And so I went, and obviously Bowie was great too. I do like him. But I just thought, like, when am I going to see Polyphonic Spree touring on their own in Canada? And so they play, loved it, bought a shirt immediately, go to the bathroom before Bowie comes on, and there's like a lineup. And this older dude turns to me and he's like, oh, what'd you think of that? And I was like, oh, it was amazing. Like, I, I've been listening to these guys for a while now. I couldn't believe how good it was. And he straight up just turns back around. And <laughs> he didn't even reply to me. Like, I just, I'm holding a Polyphonic Spree shirt in my hand. And he was just, I guess he thought I'd be like, oh, God, what was that crap? Can't believe I had to do that before we get to see Bowie. And he just straight up turned around, wouldn't speak to me again. So that's my memory of the David Bowie concert, apart from him being quite good. Yes. Yeah. The curmudgeons who won't let you like other oh, yeah. music. A friend of mine went and said it wasn't a bad show, but I think it was like around like I'm Afraid of America era. Yeah. And he 100%, including Encore, just played new music. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But you know people, like when I went to see David Byrne, he was perfect. Played the new stuff, played the old stuff. And you're just playing the new stuff. That's like... It's like the Homer joke, like play Freebird. Yeah, we just did brutal. play it again. <laughs> it's well, and, and for a band like for the Zombies, they have a lot of great back catalog and some really good B sides that I knew they wouldn't play because it's a you know you're not gonna get so obscure. But yeah. they were playing. They were like, here's the band we were in after the Zombies. Let's play a few songs of that. And it was like, no, I'm not here to see <laughs> whatever that was. I, I want Zombies. So, Anya, who was your boy band? Who or girl band when you were a kid, like a ten year old? My yeah. parents kind of like hid pop culture away from me. What about Star Academy? 
No, not, not even, even that. Oh, man. I, Are you impressed that I even know what that is? <laughs> like, yeah, that is very cool. That's a deep know. cut. My father listens to only country music, so I grew up with Shania Twain. Okay, well, that's, that took a turn there at the end. Because I thought you were going to say, like, Waylon Jennings or Johnny Cash or something. And then all of went, those, too, but okay. I just ignored all of those and just uh, focused on Shania Twain and the Dixie Chicks. So but I listened good, to though. a lot of Celine Dion and Shania Twain growing up. It's required, though. Canadian. I think. Canadian content. Yeah, Canadian yeah. content. <laughs> you have to listen to that, too. That's, that's part of it. But, but I think. Um, sorry, I know you already took a lot of time about music. <laughs> I, I, I want to mention this yeah. just because it's funny. I'm going to tiptoe around it, but oh. I'm confident that the person who wrote us this fan letter to the Mayfair won't be listening to us, and I won't name names or anything. So Andrew got a letter to the... Andrew sends out the weekly newsletter. All right. So through that, he got this letter, sent it to me, and I was like, oh, please let me reply. I want to reply to this. So it's somebody who was upset that we're not showing enough thinking films... And my favorite quote is in favor of insignificant gore and dumb third-rate, non-thinking, or enjoyable films. Hopefully you can outwit and be smarter than the big multi-movie theaters and draw crowds who don't want to play those games or watch sci-fi and superheroes. So that was our letter of complaint. Implying that we're playing superheroes. We're playing too much of that. Okay. So I don't want to like make fun of this person, but I was just like confused, you know? So because I'm stubborn and had too much time on my hands, or I should have been doing other things... I replied, yeah. and I went back five months on our schedule oh, on the internet, <laughs> which is easy to do. And the I just wrath of Josh. <laughs> I just quickly scrolled through and was like, there's this movie, there's this movie, there's this movie, and just listed between January and May yeah. every highbrow, Oscar-caliber, artsy film, <laughs> classic film. Yeah. It was 60 movies. We just had the Idolapino Fest. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, so, not this, I mean, that was a little, you know, I get that that's a B type thing, but still. And I replied and I just said, well, I'm sorry you think that, but here's a list of movies we've screened in the yeah. past only five months. And you can see that, you know, our horror films, our cult films are really the minority. So I just, I'm just fascinated by this letter. I can't get over it. So I said that. Very nice. And I got a reply saying, oh, I didn't mean to be complaining. Um, and I'm like, didn't mean to be complaining. What, what was the, what, but it's <laughs> like, isn't that a complaint? Like, like you said we were dumb third rate. Yeah, yeah. You know? Or so. don't be dumb third rate. And, you know, for every The Room we screened, we screened tons. And like you said, we just screened out of Lupino. And yeah. And so the Room I also pays for that week, you know, sometimes. Yeah, so. like these bad movies that this person is bad-mouthing is what keeps us open. Well, and it's like... <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, no, you're not. None you of us go, are sorry. If you go to the library and say you don't like horror genre... You don't have to take out the Clyde Barker book or the Stephen King book. You should, though. You should, yeah, <laughs> but you don't have to. Guy. Or if you're not interested in polka, you don't take out the polka book. Yeah, you yeah. don't take out something else. So anytime, and this is few and far between, and the last time we got a, a complaint like this was in person, and it's, I'll never forget it, was when someone came in, they were very angry, their arms were crossed, oh no, and they complained that we were screening too many vampire movies. Wow. And but that specificity of vampire movies. Was it Steve Van Helsing? He's <laughs> no, like, uh, you know, I, my, my friend family. just made the joke that maybe it was a werewolf and yeah. they were jealous. It's, one or the other. it's either a vampire hunter or a werewolf. Those are but both great ideas. I wish I had a fake flyer on hand and be like, well, I don't think we're playing too many vampire movies. Let me look. Dracula, Nosferatu, Near <laughs> Dark. Yeah. Wait a minute, you're right. It's nothing but vampire it's movies. It's only 50% of the schedule. <laughs> yeah, like Once Bitten, Twilight. <laughs> yeah, Vampire's Kiss. <laughs> Hotel Transylvania. You're right, all six movies are vampire movies. Jeez, that's this, a weird complaint. Yeah. This one lady came in once and was like, you know what? Your theater, this is ridiculous. She's like, you only play certain movies 
at like nine o'clock. You guys want to play these movies at these stupid late, she used the R word, showtimes. She's like, no one's stupid enough. No one's <laughs> stupid like you people and want to stay up that wow. late. And then she, she was like really in. aggressive about how like we were playing some R rated movies at right, nine right. o'clock and not at three or four when she wants to watch them. And yeah. I was like, mm. she's like, you know, this is bad business for you. You see, you would make more money if you played these movies at a reasonable time, not these stupid R-bomb times. Wow. She's like, that's just bad business. You see, if you played these movies at a bigger diversity of times, you would make more money. And I was like, thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then she was like upset that I wasn't like, oh yes, I'm totally going to play Brightburn at like 3 p.m. Yeah. Anyway, I was just like. Yeah. And then you can deal with the parents who come in. Yeah. I was, like, I was just like, okay. And she was just like so upset that I did not react. I was like, it's so funny, no. and, and it really is like <laughs> we're joking about it, but it, it is the minority. This is like one in a million get these kind of weird complaints, but you just want to sit them down and talk them through it and be like, say, you know, whatever we have right now, like you know, the, the kid movies or what we you know lovingly call the old lady movies. Those yeah. are going to be matinees or seven o'clock, yeah. and the crazy horror movies and R-rated films are yeah. going to be at nine o'clock, and that's the way it's been since movies started. If you're not in a multiplex, yeah. We've never screened a 1 p.m. show of Rocky Horror. You know, it's just. God. And like, and like right now, like Eric and I are gonna go watch Nightmare Cinema. Nightmare Cinema tonight, and we have it for three like nine-ish shows. Yeah, we have just because of the way the fates hit. We played Booksmart for I think four 8:39 shows this week, but it's just because that's the way the schedule was. But next week we have it for earlier shows. But like, if we were only to play that for three days. It would be late shows because yeah. it's a popular teen movie. The Judy Dench movie or, you know, the Shakespeare movie. We're going to play that yeah. when people which, who don't want to see it. Which also has Judy it. Dench in it, by the way. Yeah, we She's got back to back. Yeah. I was like, man, Josh must have been so excited to put we up a second it. Judy Dench <laughs> yeah. movie in two weeks. Like, what are the odds? But yeah, I just like, I can't get over that complaint. I almost wanted the conversation <laughs> to continue with her yeah. to be like, and I asked and she didn't answer. I was like, well, what do you mean by thinking films? Is it like one of these 60... <laughs> or, or what do you mean like what I want to know is did she come to a movie she had seen the trailer or read up for that ended up being gory and she yeah. was upset or did she look at the schedule and make an assumption based on something and be like oh that'll be gory right you know because it, is it either one like did you mess up and come and suffer for the through a movie you didn't like or are you just like oh well this is going to be gory this is going to be gory this is going to be gory and you're yeah. like well you're not always right about that it is like, yeah, they come to see mom and dad and think it was a family drama and they go, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh no! <laughs> it's, it's just, it's perplexing. And like, I would know. Like, I'm the horror guy. Like, I would yeah. know. We're not playing enough horror, I would say. Yeah, I mean, horror, horror. as a business, we're playing the right <laughs> amount of horror. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but for me. So like, no, I never understand that. And it's different people have different levels of tolerance. Yeah, and it's like, I don't come see everything we screen. I come see most of the things we screen. Yeah. But every once in a while, there's something where I'm just don't want to see it or whatever. You're like, and oh, that's too much of a thinking film for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Superb Man in that. Can't, we don't have Superman films. We have too Superb Man. But speaking of thinking films. We already named how's that for all, a sort of what, two, I guess. The Judy Dench movie we mentioned for the week of June 28th to July 4th, All Is True, which is a another Shakespeare movie from Kenneth Branagh. He's literally playing Shakespeare he's this playing time. Shakespeare. That's so funny. I was like, Kenneth Branagh, he, he does all those Shakespeare films. He's like, yeah, now he's actually playing them I too. think he ran out of Shakespeare and <laughs> had to make up a new Shakespeare story. Yeah, and I, I'm assuming like it's based on actual, his, you know, story, bio, whatever. If he's just run with Shakespeare as a yeah. character now. I really hope he just runs with this and does a bunch as Shakespeare now. Like he does like a Shakespeare trilogy where... I think it's funny though that it's stuff. Judy Dench in two different movies back to back. It's pretty funny because that's 
is a joke I always make. Is if, if she could do two movies a month, yeah. we'd be set. I can't believe. I wish we had Red Jonah at the same time so you could do the double bill, oh, yeah. the Dench double bill, but it's, it might be too much. Ian McKellen's in that as well. So good. And then we mentioned Booksmart, which we have back for a second week. I saw Booksmart a couple days ago. It's It was something. It yeah. was really, really good. I said the only complaint was I was everyone was laughing so much that I missed some dialogue. <laughs> but it was just... I'm a sucker for these kind of movies, whether it be going as far back as, you know, American Graffiti or Can't Hardly Wait or the John Hughes stuff. Like, yeah. I really like this kind of stuff. But this is... We've hit this kind of meta age... It's super racier than before, super funny, mm -hmm. very empowering, very multicultural, gay characters, you know, women leads, all this kind of stuff, whereas you look back in the day and it'd be a bunch of white kids kind of thing. Yeah. But it's really impressive directorial debut from Olivia Wilde, and the music was great, and the crowd gave it a big round of applause oh, at the man. end. Yeah, it was something. It was really good. I saw it last night, and yeah, I just couldn't believe it. Like, the soundtrack is great, the acting is great, the whole storyline. Did you clap huh? at the end? Did you clap? I didn't. Ah, <laughs> Someone else did. She's that. too civilized. I think they clapped after the first Nightmare Cinema screening. Oh, I think there was only there was like not every. I think probably like under ten people clapped, but right. still like because I think there was sort of like oh, oh, we're doing this like and it's like eleven thirty at night, yeah, or eleven yeah, yeah. fifteen or whatever. And you're like, all right, I thought that was awesome. Like that's yeah. that's kind of a fun touch. Then we have a new music documentary called Blue Note Records Beyond the Notes. That looks really cool. Which is a documentary about Blue Note Records. Yeah, no, there was some amazing. Uh, when we were doing it the marquee one night, I saw like with no sound the ad for that, and I was like, oh man, they got all these people. Like, right. it's, just, <laughs> it's really fascinating history. And then two, as often happens, a long day of awesome screenings on Saturday the 29th. <laughs> when you're seeing the roots. Yeah, so I'll be here for Saturday morning cartoons at 10 a.m. on Saturday the 29th. And then at 11 p.m. on Saturday, it's cinema, Saturday night cinema. Are you doing this one? or is I, don't, I have no idea. No. I, I feel like I, oh, I, I just wait. If yeah. he texts me like a day or two before, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I'm just like, we'll see. It'll be exciting to see what happens. And cartoons, his, this one is where we went down to the States and smuggled back 30 boxes of American cereal. Man. I was going to get more, but that was about it. Everything else was stuff that we have here in Canada. Yeah, and it's just not as fun, you know. But we, when we came back, it was... On the way there, we got randomly pulled over. They inspected our friend's car. They tried to be intimidating to us, and we're all too nice and laid back. I went down to the little one-horse town on the other side of the border, hung out for a couple hours, came back. Coming back was nothing. Came back, and we're like, what'd you do down there? Oh, just some shopping. I think our friend said, and got a whole bunch of boxes of cereal. And the guy assumed meant cereal and other things. And he said, oh, so groceries? We're like, yep, okay, move along. Yeah. Because I guess people who live on the border do that all the time, probably. But so we got uh, some delicacies like Pop-Tart cereal and Fruit Loops with marshmallows. <laughs> honey bun cereal. Honey bun cereal. Um, Oreos. Oreo. No, that's Canadian. We got that here. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, the little sugar donuts, which I believe are called donuts. Donuts. And Sour Patch Kids. So Oof. I'm not going to eat them. Yeah, Somebody I'm... keep us... Updated. If I you think eat them, then, might. you know. Would you? I'm going to. Are you? Okay, good. The day before I leave for my trip, I, yeah. I asked you beforehand if I could just sample, <laughs> yeah. sample the American oh, cereals. Yeah. Tiny little servings for Anya. And then I went yesterday with a friend of mine and got another 50 boxes of cereal or whatever I got. But we got tricks, Oreo, yeah, a bunch of crazy stuff. Cinnamon so, Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Gotta like a that. chocolate toast crunch. Yeah. <laughs> but these then, weird made up ones that aren't made up. <laughs> but no toys. I hate it nowadays because one of them has like. The Spoonie character from Toy Story 4. Yeah. But it's just him on the box. Like, there's no there's sticker. No spoon in, there's like, no spoon? Wouldn't that have written itself? Like, yeah, nothing. Oh. And it's like, 
The but when I got them in the states, not a bunch, but two of the boxes had Toy Story stickers in them. Okay. And that's the first time I've got prizes in a box, and I already opened it. Because it's like clearly the prizes on the outside Smart. of the cereal, so yeah. you can open the box. You don't have a Josh hand in there. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just go in. Might man. as well put your whole hand in the kids' mouths, Josh. And that was—I remember when they did that. So I think it went from toys with the cereal when people didn't care, right? And then somebody went, "It's like plastic and metal and stuff yeah. in there with the cereal." So then they put it outside the bag, in the box. Yeah. But then people, kids, grown-ups—I don't know—would go in. And if it was like a, you know, Star Wars cards or Star Wars cereal yeah. toppers, whatever, we'd just go in and open the box and yeah, there'd be yeah. the prize. Just snake their hand in there. And just steal a bunch of prizes. Yeah. Kids have very small, slender hands sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so they can really reach in there and take the cards. Because I remember that I'm of the age, I remember that whole thing of opening up the cereal box and kind of holding it so it didn't spill in my face. Yeah, yeah. But kind of looking you, at you it. You did the wishy-washy, shake yeah. it side to side. And then little. trying to get like the Ninja Turtle ring or whatever yeah that was just in there that was just like because it used to not always eventually they did have the plastic coverage for yeah. like the cards or whatever but I feel like they didn't even have that at one point like I don't think so a no. thing in there and when I was very oh. very little like three or four they did one with Winnie the Pooh cereal Ooh. and there was little spoon toppers oh, and, yeah. and I've looked them up on the old Google and they're they're out there still yes. on eBay and stuff so you get a little Eeyore a little piglet and you'd stick them on your spoon so I remember that of the whole like oh pouring God. it in I and then the toy made of some weird plastic yeah. dumps out into your cereal and you're like yay then you take your dirty hand and put it in the cereal take <laughs> the on. toy out because that's not a choking hazard <laughs> yeah nobody cares that, that was the least of the problems <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot that that was a thing till just this second, and I remember getting that same toy. Well, I had a false memory that Black Hole had spoon toppers of the little robots. Okay, and well, that'd be amazing. Someone corrected me, and we ended up sending a couple of Twitter pictures back and forth. And it was actually the robot guy, who I can't remember his name, and in his left hand, you would put your pencil. Okay. So you'd stick that on your desk at school, oh. and you'd put your pencil in his little hand. And they had with straws sometimes, too. Yeah. Like the Burger King uh, He-Man. Could, I, remember, I mean, sword. this is like already 10 years ago or whatever, but when Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out, okay. they did have Kingdom of the Crystal Skull spoons. Ooh. And when... It's in the box? Any, like you didn't have to send away? No, like, yeah, in the box. That's yeah, a yeah. gem now. They do have Avengers socks you can send away send for. Send away for, yeah. But then it's like, what, you know? Well, you got your socks last I time. I got like, cereal socks once so where it was like, send... It's not even, yeah. You're not even sending box tops. It's all digital. You, yeah. you put in a code... But then I tried to give somebody, there was gas coupons in yeah. the cereal, but it was so complicated. It was like, you needed a receipt with that on it for each thing separately because, you know, it. like it was, it just was so much work. Yeah. And it used to be, they would just pour the gas right in the cereal. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, this is just terrible. It'd be delicious. <laughs> I remember when I got movies, I'd get DVDs in my Yeah. Oh yeah. Too. That I was near the end. All of the Air Buds and all of the, like the dog movies. Oh, I got I, all of those. I got Spy Kids. Man. Yeah. The, I got uh, Ninja Turtles from Pizza Hut. They used to do that sometimes. Oh They'd yeah. stick it on there. It would be like dinner in a movie. Yeah, and you're like, well, I, you know, I think I already had Ninja Turtles, but I was like, yeah, all right, it's it's free. It's I'm free. A kid, I'm an idiot kid. Oh, we forgot to mention. So it's, we, the last few weeks have been nice because we've had four real movies or a couple of special movies, but it's been no more than films. like five or six, and it just allows for a bit more room to, you know, put more descriptive and stuff. Yeah. So like this week we have four movies and two one night only things. 
Oh, so the other one we forgot to mention is The Dead Don't Die. Oh, right. The new zombie film with an insane cast from Jim Jarmusch. We were so excited about that one, too. We didn't I even mention it. <laughs> well, and that's one, like, four months ago, people were sending us all kinds of emails, and you, you got to hold your tongue and not be too sarcastic and be like, guys, yeah. the Jim Jarmusch movie with Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. We know. it's We're going to get it. We promise. Yeah, you know? and now it's going to be like, the audience don't come. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be our movie. But we got like, it super fast. I can't read the fine print on this on our schedule, but the poster is like June 14th. I want to say 14th, yeah. So we got it within two weeks of it coming yeah. out. And I've heard, like, Lee, uh, Lee saw it. He said it was great. So. Anya's leaving. Bye, Anya. Bye-bye. She's going to let in people for the next show. And while we're going to steal our good seats. Yeah. While Eric and I wrap this up. Hooray. Like the mummy. Ha. Ah, just like, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just not here to rein us in now. We can say other <laughs> references we remember. Now we can make fun of people who email us. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, we did that already. Yeah, it's, there's no time. But yeah, Dead Don't Die is Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, Adam Driver, Chloe Sevigny, Steve Buscemi, Danny Glover, it's nuts. Man, everyone. RZA. Tom yeah, Williams. yeah, Judy Dench. Like, all right, Dench. she's not in that one. She should be. We hope she don't die. And then I'll briefly mention, we'll talk about this in the future, but we just booked our Fritz Lang Fest for August. How perfect is that in the wake of that email? So it's Ministry of Fear, The Big Heat, The Tiger of... The Tiger of Eshapur? Es- es- that is a weird... I think it's Esha- Eshnapur. And, yeah. The Tiger of Eshnapur. <laughs> that, that does look correct. And then the Indian Tomb. And we'll talk about it more, but I believe those last two movies I mentioned were a big epic movie. They yeah. got edited and lost, and oh. now these are the two, like... It was one, and now it's two. Yeah. Movies. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, so we got that. So that means in July we have our Women of the 80s Month, and then in August we have our Fritz Lang Fest, so all kinds of cool stuff coming up. Stay tuned to our website, mayfifththeater.ca. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Be sure to go visit our friends at House of Targ for all the pinball and pierogi fun. And we're going to wrap this up and go watch Nightmare Cinema. Nightmare Cinema! Cinema. <laughs> that crash, would be the last crash, time crash, I get to Lightning, lightning, bats, did, bats, bats. You did a very bad job <laughs> inserting those noises in the last podcast. Vincent Price voice, Vincent Price voice. <laughs> you must have forgotten. Okay, bye everybody. Farewell! Bye-bye. <laughs> that was supposed again. to be Anya, it didn't work. <laughs> she, she sounded like Ant-Man or something. Wilhelm scream. These are all, this is great material. How was your weekend? It's all right, you know. There's nothing earth shattering. He was an ordinary guy. Morning, everyone. Morning. Looking for an extraordinary love. I'm Peter Lowe. Rachel. I brought this girl up to my place the other night. It started with a kiss. Really hot. A very special kiss. You wanted her very badly. Yeah. A kiss that could drive you mad. I hate interrupted love affairs, don't you? Yep, 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 yep. It's affecting his work. There you are! It's a horrible, horrible job. And you have to do it. It's ruining his appetite. My next appointment with you is uh, Tuesday afternoon. I'd like to make it sooner. It's spoiling his sleep. Sooner. And don't think people haven't noticed. Am I getting through to you, Alva? He is so eccentric. My, my. For Peter Lowe. Oh, sooner. That's just love. Love? Love. In the big city. Yeah! Don't laugh. I'm a professional. I don't laugh. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! Ha, ha, ha.
Nicolas Cage. The tortures of the damned! Maria Conchita Alonso. Shoot. Do it or I'll fire you. Do you understand? <laughs> Not the floor, Alba. And Jennifer Beals. You are so pathetic. <clears throat> Vampires kiss. Strange stuff. I'll never do that again. Jeez. 